three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. And it has been a moment since I was on last. A lot has happened, and I want to get back into it. <clears throat> so I did get to uh, take my wife to Spain and visit our son Levi. So I shout out to Levi and Carly. And we got to go to the wonderful little town or city that I did not even know existed. And I'm somewhat of a historian, mostly biblical historian and American historian. So there's a whole gap I missed, right? And Sevilla is an incredible city of history. It's where Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. And it got me thinking about History got me thinking about how little history we as Americans have lived, how much history has occurred where we were. We were walking on roads made by the Romans. That's that's makes even Christopher Columbus sailing the ocean blue very recent, right? 14, 15, 1600 years after these roads were built. And so as I was thinking about that and thinking about my relationship with God and his word and how blessed I am by his patience with me and and really by, by the faith that he's given me and that he's given me the fortitude, if you will, to strengthen my faith. And I want to talk a little, bit, a little bit about that and then we'll get back into Joshua and finish up Joshua here in the weeks to come. And so in our, in our church Sunday, our pastor, one of our pastors, Pastor Scott, did a great job. He's been great, doing a great job in Hebrews. And Hebrews is an incredible book. I would recommend it highly to anybody, especially if you're trying to bridge the gap between the Old Testament and New Testament. <clears throat> that Hebrews does a good job of showing us just how the Old Testament speaks of Christ. But in it, he's chapter eleven is a, is of course the chapter of faith. Everybody, most people know that. But I want to use these first three verses and talk a little bit about history and and the importance of faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the words, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. In other words, God made something out of nothing. And that the testimony of God's word and the beginning of our faith goes back to the beginning. That by faith, we believe that God's word is true. And therefore, God created all things and all things were made for him and by him, visible and invisible. We see that in Genesis. We see that in John chapter one. We see that in Colossians and in many, many other places. But here's the thing. So I walked around Sevilla, a very beautiful, walkable town. In Spain, and a much warmer climate than here in the <clears throat> Midwest, and definitely, for instance, we'd come from Virginia, where many of our other kids are, and they were dealing with 20-degree weather and 10-degree weather, and we were suffering in 50- and 60-degree weather. As we walked along streets with orange trees, with fully uh, in fruit, lots of oranges, you're not allowed to pick them, as I would find out, of course, but... <clears throat> Beautiful orange trees, beautiful city, old, old city. And as we're walking around, I just can't help but think how much we 
believe in our history as we walk on roads. We know we know the Romans built those roads. We know that a family that's been living in a certain structure for 20 generations now that they built it 20 generations ago <clears throat> and or 30 generations or 40 generations that in the 700s the moors took over the area that the 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 <clears throat> that the knights or whatever came, the christians crusaders as the crusaders came back and retook over that part of spain and on down to the rock of gibraltar pushing them back to Morocco to all this history. And, and we believe it because it's written down in different ways and it was told and so on and so forth, but we didn't witness it. And anybody that were, you know, in the last three or four generations also didn't witness it, but we believe it. And so we have more faith in many, many things than we do in what God tells us. And so the, most important thing for us to have is faith. And faith is the thing, the faith in Christ Jesus, that is what saves us. Not our works, not even our ability to believe. It's our it's our faith and holding on to it, <clears throat> holding on to that faith. And that's the, one of the reasons for this podcast is to help us really dive into recognizing our need for reading and listening to, or listening to, or reading God's word. Because if we are not careful, we will quickly get off track. And the next thing you know, we'll be believing a lot of things that aren't actually true. That, well, God says this, or God says that. And we live in a culture now that has really gotten off track. But we didn't get off track suddenly. We've been off track for a long time. and And so... God brings about people into the church, theologians usually, that help us get back on track. Jonathan Edwards, for instance, would be one of those <clears throat> born in more recent history. We would say a long, long time ago, but very, very recent history. And he was a great theologian here, born in the New World and would die before we would be a country. I want to say in 1759, maybe. Jonathan Edwards would die as the president of what would become Princeton. I think he was the president of, New, of the College of New Jersey then. And Jonathan Edwards was diligent in studying God's word 10 to 13 hours a day. And so we are blessed by that because of some of the men who really he mentored and that he influenced. Um who created the great awakening in our country that brought about uh, much of what is our known Christianity here in the United States today. Now, if you were to back up further, we have other reformers and even some great thinkers like Augustine and Martin Luther, John Calvin, um, and many others that are less famous, mostly because I, I can't say their name. They're their Catholic monks and bishops that were outstanding in their thinking and their looking at God's word and trying to, for instance, unpack the Trinity or looking at Gnosticism and realizing the faults of it. So we need to be in God's word. And that's why I do the podcast. I don't do the podcast because I think I have something new to say. I don't. <clears throat> There's nothing new under the sun. I want to 
read God's word because I'm realizing that what I one day I will be gone and maybe my grandchildren will be able to pick up this podcast and say, Oh, what did what did grandpa think about this? Or Papa as they call me. What does Papa think about? <clears throat> and also to continue mentoring and discipling my own children and others who who do listen to this podcast. And so I appreciate you. I appreciate your patience with me. We're going to get back into Joshua and keep moving through. And if you haven't been with me, just know that uh, this is all about getting the God's word, you reading it or listening to it. So let me close this out. Usually I try to be about six, five to six minutes and sometimes I'm long like today. But this is from Psalms 13 verses five and six uh, put into a prayer. May the Lord Deal bountifully with you all the days of your life. And may you always trust in the loving kindness of the Lord. In the days of sorrow and darkness, may you rejoice in the Lord's salvation and sing to him forever and ever. God bless. Talk to you soon.